Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Happy New Year! This is our first show of the new year. I'm so excited. I'm just back from retreat with David Hoffmeister. I love him so much. (laughs) I really enjoyed being with him. We had a good time. We had some beautiful people with us. And we are going to have some beautiful people with us in Hawaii. We are doing our next retreat in February. I believe we begin February 3rd, although you can tack on a couple extra days at each end and turn it into a really super 10-day vacation. So I'll talk some more about that during the show. I'm just... So happy to be with you right now. So let's place our hand on our heart and give great thanks. Taking this holy breath, we're grateful and thankful to call forth a blessing in our heart, in our mind, which is the only place we can experience it, right? (laughs) So with our hand on our heart, we take this holy breath of love and gratitude and we give thanks to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and remember our true identity. We are grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to the power and the presence of divine love living through us, living as us. Our heart is the heart of God. Our mind is the mind of God. We're setting ourselves free through the active practice of choosing love. What I know for each and every one of us is we tune in to the voice of divine love, which is our true identity right here and right now. We're having a healing, we're awakening to love, and we're sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Ah, So grateful to be with you this morning. I just realized I haven't said anything to anybody. I've been inward all morning, so now I'm using my voice for the first time. For the first time today, I am giving thanks aloud, recognizing that we're prayer partners in our way, and there are people from all over the world who participate in this radio show, listening online, and if you're new, if you're just starting and joining with us today, we have a lovely archive of, of, of um, well over a year's worth of shows and interviews with Ken Wapnick, Gary Renard, John Mundy, David Hoffmeister, Regina Dawn Akers, Rhonda Britton, Tammy Keeves, and I don't even remember who else. Lots and lots of people, and of course, they're all 
our gift to you. You can download them from the Unity site or you can go to iTunes. If you do go to iTunes, just search for my name, Jennifer Hadley, and you will find not only all the radio show episodes, but you'll find lots, lots, lots more totally free for you at iTunes. I love to give it away. I give almost everything away every day, and that's my joy, absolutely my joy. And this week, our episode, the first of the new year, is really about choosing again and choosing love. So something I've been contemplating recently is how profoundly I've been able to change my life and, and sharing that with others. Others have been able to do the same thing and profoundly change their life from a life of grievances and anger and resentment, sense of lack and limitation, frustration and irritation in their relationships, in their workplace, in the health and healing of their body temple, in their finances, all these areas of our life, so many people have been able to transform, including myself, using these spiritual teachings, but actually practically applying them. So many of you know that I offer the Living a Course of Miracles free teleclass series. We'll do another one in the spring. And... I offer my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, and then we just started Masterful Living, just starting it right now. And today is a week two. We've got New Year's Intention classes on, and I love doing this early year work of getting clear of what's most important so that we can literally do a 180 and doing this work early in the year, getting clarity and allowing ourselves to become truly focused on what's most important. It changes the trajectory of the whole year. So one thing I'd like to share with you is that, and you may have heard me say this before, uh, I told you I was just, uh, I'm getting ready for the Hawaii retreat with David Hoffmeister in February that we're leading, and you can read all about that at jenniferhadley.com. Uh, and so we're doing this wonderful vacation style retreat at the wonderful retreat center Kalani on the big island of Hawaii. You can do from six to ten nights there with us. And What David and I have talked about so many times privately amongst ourselves and then in classes together is that having success on this spiritual path, and success is only going to mean one thing, and that is living a life of love, living a life of peace, living a life of ever-increasing harmony. What is required is not the study, but the practice. So it's 1% studying the principle, 99% the active living practice. And for decades, I didn't understand that. So I focused on the intellectual accumulation of insight. I thought whoever has the most knowledge wins. 
So remember, I remember I used to live in Manhattan. I lived in Manhattan for 10 years during the 80s. And I remember seeing uh, that t-shirt in the t-shirt shop window that said, whoever has the most stuff when he dies wins. You know, because the 80s were really so mercenary about accumulation and all of that. And so that was the the prevalent thinking, you know, get your stuff. Remember, that's when the yuppies, the yuppie term was coined. And there was such a focus on acquisition of material goods and the belief that that's what affluence was, the acquisition of material wealth. Uh, I truly believe that the definition of the word affluence, that it is a spiritual quality, and it's to be in the flow, to be in the flow. And depending on how old your dictionary is, it it will say that, to be in the flow, versus the, the acquisition of material wealth. Wouldn't you like to be in the flow all the time? Be in the flow of what? Love, because that's all that there is. So to me, that is the aspiration for this year. It's really awakening to love. And fully awakening, total enlightenment, call it the atonement, call it awakening, call it ascension, call it enlightenment. To me, it is all the same. It is remembering the truth fully and completely and forgetting any false identification with the ego. So that is my aspiration for this minute, for this day, not just this year. And that's one thing I noticed this year as we celebrated, David and I celebrated uh, New Year's Eve, was the turning of the page on the calendar doesn't mean very much to me anymore because every day I have the same goal, and that is to know the truth that sets me free. So in every moment we can either believe what we think we know, and actively practice it. Or we can continue to focus on the acquisition of intellectual information. But information never set anybody free. Love is the healer. Love is what sets us free. So the active practice of learning to choose love, to choose again, or... Uh, one of my favorite lessons, number 20, I am determined to see. That's a favorite for a lot of us Course in Miracles students. I am determined to see. I'm determined to know the truth that sets me free. And in lesson 20, it says, your decision to see is all that vision requires. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Your decision to see is all the vision requires. So here is the rub. Okay? When we get upset, when we get irritated, when we get frustrated, we're not choosing love. Right? I'm never upset for the reason I think. Lesson four. If you started A Course in Miracles workbook uh, on January 1st, you're well past lesson four. I'm never upset for the reason I think. And that's one of the most... Powerful and beautiful lessons. And what I notice about myself and other people is that the reason we're all upset when we do feel upset is I've never had it not be that the upset 
was the result of thinking things should be different than they are. If we think things should be different than we are, they are, then we've moved into the land of opinion and judgment. All opinions, all judgments are blocks to love. If we intentionally give ourselves permission to block our experience of flow, the flow of, rather, the experience of love, yes, the experience of flow, then we've moved out of affluence and into limitation and constriction because until we can see through all directions of time and space, we don't know what anything is for. Early lessons there. We don't know what anything is for. So if we think we know what something is for, then we've moved into judgment and opinion. So it's really about relaxing the mind. Now, the ego always likes to think that it knows what everything is for. It just lives for judgments and opinions. But judgments and opinions are the weapons of separation. They are the tools of separation. So, as long as we think we're right, then we'll never feel free. We'll never feel the peace of God and we are denying who we are. And what we are, and what the holy purpose is. So the holy purpose is to know peace, to live a life of love, and that often requires us to choose again. So what's wonderful is when we go traveling into judgments and opinions, because we're not paying attention, we're, that we've, uh, uh, Nobody's steering the ship except the ego. The ego jumps right in with judgments and opinions. All those shoulds, the shoulda, woulda, couldas. When that happens, we're going to feel upset. We're going to feel distressed. Why? Because we have moved out of the flow of love and into the flow or (laughs) the prison of our own opinions and judgments. And we can change our mind. We can change your mind. We can choose again. And that feeling of upset is the indicator that we have chosen that which is destructive. And isn't it wonderful that that upset acts like a divine alarm clock going off and letting us know, oops, we've aligned with the ego, we're identified with a false identity and a false sense of self false sense of importance and rather than valuing the truth which is born of love we're valuing our opinions and our judgments we're thinking that it's important to be right now catch this if you are studying spiritual truth spiritual principle but you are not applying it then you have invited the ego into your spiritual practice and the ego is running your spiritual practice so you begin to feel that you're better than you're holier than other people because you're accumulating all these spiritual insights knowledge truth information you're taking spiritual classes so you've got the badge of that spiritual class i did this when i went into the practitioner training at agape 
the ego was completely and totally running my spiritual practice. When I went into ministerial school at the Holmes Institute, the same was true. But fortunately, as I finished my Holmes Institute training, I really, really got clear. I'm really only interested in the truth. The intellectual acquisition of spiritual information is not helping me. The only thing that is setting me free is the active practice of choosing love, which is not easy when we're identified with the ego. But what is so awesomely cool is that the more we practice choosing love, the easier it gets. So that the irritation, the frustration, and all the opinions and judgments really do fall away. And this is what I'm all about. So this is what I share in all the classes that I offer. And I'll just tell you uh, again, um, today, January 8th is uh, part two of my New Year's Intentions class, and you can join us. All the details are jenniferhadley.com. And if you missed part one last week on January 1st, you can get the download and you can get the transcript. So you get everything. And so you can do this work of really getting clear about what to eliminate and what to elaborate. (laughs) So it's also the New Year's Intention classes are part of the year-long Masterful Living class. And Masterful Living is about having a group to walk this path with, a group of like-minded individuals from all over the world who are interested in an active practice of awakening to love, awakening to their true identity, and living in the peace of God. So that's what we're doing with Masterful Living. It's time for me to take a break here. I'm going to invite you to go check out my website, jenniferhadley.com, and see there's lots of free stuff there, lots of other things there. And again, I'm Jennifer Hadley. JenniferHadley.com is the website. And right now, you're listening to Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent. To be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So one of the key things for us in rebooting for the new year is motivation. Motivation is so key. And as I often say in the Living a Course of Miracles classes, we don't do anything without motivation. We do not do anything without motivation. So I know for myself, I wouldn't get out of bed. I wouldn't make a cup of tea. I wouldn't do anything without motivation. So one of the easiest ways for us to deeply and profoundly transform our life is to get clear 
every day, first thing, what's my motivation? So for me, in the beginning of the day, before I even get out of bed, I call forth that conscious connection and communion with the I Am Presence. And my aspiration each and every day, all day long, is to live as the I Am Presence. Because that's the identification I'm interested in. Then, if I slip into an identification with the ego, which happens every day, I recognize it very quickly because I start to feel uncomfortable. The peace of God leaves my awareness because I'm choosing to be interested in something else. So if I'm interested in grievances, complaints, upsets, I'm going to move out of the experience of the peace of God. And the only place I can do that is in my mind. Because no matter what is going on around, it's possible to be peaceful. That's one of the things I learned on the retreats with David Hoffmeister is that there was this bird, I wrote a a spiritual espresso blog about it, and uh, by the way, I have a daily inspiration that I write, and you can sign up for it by email, I send a recording of a prayer every day, so if you just like a little extra support, or a lot, depending on how you value it, uh, every day that email comes, and it's just a reminder to choose love, to keep your focus on love, whether you read it or not you can set the intention that every time you see my name in your inbox it reminds you to bless yourself to call forth a blessing and one of the easiest ways to pray is simply to say bless me bless me bless me bless us all it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that it can be but it doesn't have to be So I offer that daily inspiration and one of the writings I did a couple weeks ago was about this bird that was tapping on my window every day. It was frantically tapping on the window. What was going on was this bird, because of the way the light was hitting the windows, the bird saw itself in the reflection of the window and it thought that that reflection was another bird who was usurping its territory so the bird was attacking the window trying to terrify what it thought was its enemy but it was only its reflection tap tap tapping at the mirror that's what was going on And I have to say, (laughs) it was such a beautiful lesson, although I had so much compassion for the bird because I was I was there for two weeks, and for two weeks, that bird, its full-time job was tapping on the window. I kid you not. And it was throwing itself against the window, tapping against the window. It was so desperate to terrify itself. To terrify the bird that it thought was separate from itself in that reflection. It was the perfect imagery. Oh my gosh, it could never have created something more perfect and more beautiful. And what was a wonderful demonstration for me was I noticed that the bird didn't really bother me that much. I had so much compassion for it. 
And even though its energy was frantic and desperate, I remained peaceful. And I was able to meditate with the bird tapping on the window and to be still and peaceful and to have compassion for it. And so I recognize, too, that this is what I can also do with people in my life who perhaps see me or someone else as the enemy and they don't really realize that the one that they're seeing is a reflection of themselves because there's only the one. And all perception is projection. So one of the aspirations that we can set this year is to really understand perception is projection and to stop blaming and to accept responsibility. That is a key to living a masterful life, a willingness to accept responsibility. Now, it does take great willingness to learn to accept responsibility. And it's so valuable because when we accept responsibility for our thoughts and our choices and our actions, then we become more and more peaceful, more and more masterful in every moment. We move out of blame and shame. We move out of regret and resentment and into the peace of God, which has always been there all along, just beyond our judgments and opinions. So our motivation is everything that we think we want. Our motivation is everything that we think we want. So if you think you want the right relationship, with your family members, with a romantic partner, divine right relationship, with great friends who really love and appreciate you. If you think what you want is uh, financial abundance and prosperity, if you think what you want is a wonderful job opportunity and a great working environment, if you think what you want is any experience in this world, and you truly would like to have it, there is a tried and true formula that works every time. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. We have this pledge that you can print out from the Facebook Course Miracles Pledge. If you, um, at Facebook, if you go to pledge... I think if you, A Course in Miracles Pledge, if you search for that, you'll find it there on the pledge page. You can print it and download it, or download it and print it. Uh, and uh, many, many people all over the world have told me that they use that pledge and just read it every day as part of their spiritual practice. And they began to profoundly change their life because they changed their motivation, they changed their way of looking at the world so instead of trying to get stuff which is what the ego is always about the ego never takes a break from that because the ego always thinks it's in limitation the the ego always is trying to convince us we don't have and to look outside of us to acquire things right so the ego is the mechanism that keeps us trapped in the illusion of not having The ego is the mechanism that keeps us trapped in the illusion of not 
having. Love is the healer. Seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. Who is the king in the kingdom? Love is the king in the kingdom. What are you? You are the love of God. And when we are willing to recognize that we are the love of God, everything else is added unto us. So it really is the healing of the sense of separation is unity. It is oneness. It is the willingness to not energize and value separation anymore. So that's why, for me, the most profound and effective spiritual practice is through releasing the judgments and opinions instead of placing my energy and focus in that placing my energy and focus in seeking the kingdom first, seeking to be loving first. I am determined to see that the kingdom is within. I'm not interested in reviewing the past anymore. If you are studying the workbook of A Course in Miracles, you begin to see as you move through each day how much of your attention, if not all of it, is focused in either the past or the future. And there's very little attention focused in this now moment. And this now moment is the only opportunity that we have to be loving and to practice love, which is the healer. So if we're not healing ourselves right now through the active practice of love, what are we doing? The only other choice that we have is to practice the destructive painful identification with the ego, which always leads to our suffering. Right? Buddha said, life is suffering. The living in the illusion of separation is suffering. And the undoing of that is the choosing of love. So if we feel constriction, we feel an irritation, there's our motivation right there to choose love. I could choose peace instead of this. So, While A Course in Miracles can be so cryptic and so dense, I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. Yum. (laughs) I love my tea. Uh, So if we are trying to change the world... What I call it is, it's like trying to rearrange the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. It does not work. I've tried it. It does not work. It does not bring the peace of God. What, what our motivation is, is to live a really fruitful life. And by fruitful, I mean the more you choose love, the more you will heal everything that feels difficult and challenging in your life. I know that it's true. I believe in proving spiritual principle. Not just talking about it, not just thinking about it, not just reading it, but proving it. Because it is through proving it that we change our mind and we change our life. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. If we think for one second that... What we want is the circumstances of our life to change. And that when the circumstances of our life change, we'll be happy. 
We've lost our minds. We've lost our minds completely. We are trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. However, when we're willing to change our minds, then the happiness reveals itself. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. What part of all else will be added unto you? Don't you understand? That's the question that I asked myself some years ago. I It dawned on me because I was praying and praying and praying to have a realization of the truth that sets me free. And so through that realization, I, or the hunger, that thirst for the realization, I was led to that thought, Jennifer, what part of all else will be added unto you? Don't you understand? Why are you looking outside yourself? Instead of trying to change the world, change your mind about the world. It works every time. All thought produces form at some level. That's the teaching of the Course. And it, it, what is the form? The form is the circumstances of our life. And I've had so many demonstrations of this. In fact, I just had a beautiful kind of demonstration uh, yesterday. So yesterday I went over to visit uh, my goddaughter, who's six years old, Amelia. Amelia Joy, and um, so I was visiting with her, her parents, I had uh, dinner with her mom and um, Amelia, and uh, we were reading stories and playing games and doing different things, and then I put her down for to go to sleep, all of that. Well, anyway, in the course of the evening, uh, Amelia's mom, Renee, said to me, uh, hey, do you, would you like a dehydrator to dehydrate vegetables and fruits and things? Now, that's been on my wish list to purchase, but I haven't, I haven't purchased it yet because I'm, I, it, it, I didn't have it in my budget yet. But it was on my wish list of things that I'd like to have. Nothing I need, nothing I wanted, because all that I want is within me. The kingdom is all that I'm interested in. But what I've learned to do is just hold in my mind, oh, I'd like that. It's like for for the years I thought I couldn't find the perfect shade of lipstick. And I'd put on my lipstick and I'd think, this is not the perfect shade. And then suddenly it came into my mind, just think the thought, Jennifer, I'd like to find the perfect shade of lipstick. So not wanting, not craving, not needing, not energizing the lack or the limitation, but just I'd like to have that. Think the thought, and that's it. Move on. There's no need to energize any lack. So then I was in um, Germany speaking and teaching, and I was at the airport in the duty-free shop on my way to the UK. And I'm just, I never look in the duty-free shop because I don't, what, I'm not booze and perfume. I'm not interested in all that stuff. So, but they happen to have some makeup. So I just thought, you know, I'm going to look for that perfect shade of lipstick. And there it was. <laughs> there it was. A brand I never heard of. So there. Did it make me happy? No. You know, I mean, I'm pleased to find it. It's just. The, the miracle to me is that I stop wanting, I stop craving, 
I don't think that I can't have it anymore. I'm not thinking I don't have it anymore. I just say, I'd like to have this. Does my happiness depend upon it? No, it does not. So learning to use spiritual principle in the way it's meant to be used. Because seek first the kingdom and all else will be added unto you. And apparently including a dehydrator and a lipstick. But I am not interested in manifesting stuff. I'm interested in manifesting the kingdom of heaven in my heart and in my mind. You see, that's my motivation. That's what I'm focused on. So I have learned I don't need to go looking, looking, looking for the lipstick, for the dehydrator, for anything. I don't do that. I allow things to come to me. And I am focused on living the love of God. That's where my attention is. And right now it's time for me to turn my attention to the break. You're listening to Jennifer Hadley. And we're walking the talk and living the love right here on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back. If you've tuned in for Touching the Stillness with host Reverend Paulette Pipe, then you know the power of her soul-stirring meditations. And if her programs leave you wanting more, you can purchase her meditation CD, Touching the Stillness, and you'll be able to take Paulette's calming voice along with you wherever you go. This enthralling CD contains three separate self-contained meditations that can either be listened to in one sitting or one at a time. Whatever your preference, Paulette's mesmerizing voice will transport you beyond thoughts and sounds to a sacred place of stillness and soul remembrance. So go ahead, enliven your meditation practice with the Touching the Stillness CD from Reverend Paulette Pipe and let the stillness touch you. To obtain your copy, go to www.unity.org and click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on shop. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. 
And so we're back, and I just want to make it clear, I am not talking about ways to manifest stuff. I'm talking about seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. And so you can stop focusing on manifesting stuff because it's so important to realize that if you're focused on manifesting stuff, then you're thinking that the stuff is what is most valuable. And then you'll always be deluded into the world of effects and energizing that. Now, this... This is so important to understand. Every time you choose to energize an opinion or a judgment, you'll be upset. You're never upset for the reason you think. You're always upset because you've chosen to block the flow of love. So making that pledge to seek the kingdom first every day before you get out of bed and forgetting any New Year's resolutions... Oh my goodness. Resolution. You don't even need an intention. Seek first the kingdom. Just set that one goal, that one aspiration to know the peace of God, to be the love of God. Let love be your motivator. Let peace be your motivator. Peace and love, they're the same thing. They happen together. There's no coincidence in that. So that's why all these early lessons, particularly all the lessons in the the workbook within the first month, are all focused on the basics. Choose again. Choose love. I don't know what anything is for. How can you be upset about what someone else is doing? Whether they're jumping up and down and screaming in your face, or whether they're withholding the love or whether they're not listening to you, not honoring you, whether or not they're stealing your money, all of those things that you think you might be upset by. The real reason you're upset is because you're using whatever those circumstances are as an excuse to choose something other than love, to move into opinion and judgment. Because it's possible that no matter how people are blaming you, how people are, whatever they're doing, to stay in your loving heart, which doesn't mean that you're dysfunctionally compassionate, and this is something that we go into in my classes, is uh, because a lot of spiritual seekers are dysfunctionally compassionate, so they'll... They're being loving, or so they think, but actually they're trying to get something. They're trying to manipulate people through being loving with them, trying to get them to like them, get them to care about them, get them to not leave them, or to stay with them, or something like that. But love is not manipulative. It never will be. Love is kind. And it is not kind to be controlling and manipulative. So when we seek the kingdom first, when we seek to be an expression of love, when we seek to know love in our heart, all else will be added unto us. We can recognize the loving choice, and the loving choice never has to do with controlling and manipulating others. It never does. So our motivation is awakening. 
I have been talking about this recently um, for the last few months, and I'm just going to share it again here. David Hoffmeister just loved this, and I'm, I know we'll be focused on this in our Hawaii retreat, which, you know, by the way, I'll just say a few more words about the Hawaii retreat. If you go to jenniferhadley.com, right there on the homepage, you'll see the key things that I'm offering now, New Year's Intention class, Masterful Living, the year-long class that profoundly changes and transforms your life through changing your mind about the world you change your mind about the world you will change your experience of the world and you will change the circumstances because it's all about projection all thought produces form at some level so if you would like really loving support consider masterful living if you don't like it you can always leave i offer a money-back guarantee Masterful Living is a weekly course for an entire year. So you get all kinds of support every week as much as you like. You can dip in, you can ride the surface, you can go deeply. I will give you practical tools that really work. Everybody in class says that the tools work. They work when you work them. They're simple. Anyone can work with them. They're not complex. They're not intellectual. They're very practical things you can do as much as you'd like on a daily basis. You can do a little. You can do a lot. It just depends on how quickly you'd like to transform your life and have the peace of God awaken alive in your mind, experiencing it on a daily basis. So... um I I said to David Hoffmeister last year, uh, hey, let's do a winter retreat together where people would do have a getaway to the warmth. And so he suggested this Kalani Retreat Center in Hawaii where he had done things with with Gary Renard. I know Gary loves it there. And um, so we're doing this retreat at the Kalani Retreat Center, and we're going to have fun. We're going to swim with the dolphins, the giant turtles, uh, go to the Black Sand Beach. We're going to go snorkeling in the tropical. Oh, the tide pools formed by the volcano. We'll visit Pele the volcano. All these different things. You can join us or not join us. You can lay by the pool all day. You can go in the sauna. You can take yoga classes, eat delicious organic vegan meals, or have the chicken, have the fish, have all the different Oh, it's a wonderful food. Almost all of it is organic and locally grown. And um, and we've really got, we've really worked to get a really low price for you. This beautiful retreat center, I spent 12 days there last fall. I love it there. It's, it's heavenly. No TVs, no clocks, no phones in the room. It's beautiful. And uh, David and I, we're going to play. We're going to swim with the dolphins and the whales and have a great, great time. So have a winter retreat. Make it a vacation. We'll also do a teaching session each day, and you can join us for those teaching sessions. And um, it's a great trip to bring a loved one on who maybe is not interested so much in A Course in Miracles or spiritual teaching because it's not for hardcore Course in Miracles, although... When David and I get together, it's always a deep mystical teaching. And we're going to be with you all day long, having fun and playing, particularly in that gorgeous Hawaiian water. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
I can't wait. We're going to have so much fun. And February, you can uh, come for 10 days or uh, six from between six and 10 days. Anyway, so our focus is in changing our mind, living A Course in Miracles through the active practice of choosing love in every moment. And once you get the hang of this active practice of choosing love, your whole life naturally, easily, and gracefully transforms. This is the thing that so many people told me through doing the Living A Course in Miracles work, through doing the Masterful Living, the Finding Freedom work with me, is the practical application of these tools having them in your toolkit, not wondering what to do, but knowing, oh, I can apply this tool in this situation, is what works, because it really is about choosing, again, choosing love, choosing to change your mind. We don't know what anything is for. Until we can see through all directions of time and space, we don't know what anything is for. So let us stop pronouncing our opinions and judgments and thinking that we know how things should be. We do not know. And our motivation is to be truly helpful. That's my motivation every day, to be truly helpful to myself and everyone else because we're one. And the only way I know to be truly helpful is to be loving because love is the healer. So we gather together in classes, on retreats, in conversation, in chat rooms, in order to be truly helpful to one another. It's interesting, sometimes in a chat room or whatnot, I find that people will be critical, you don't understand it, this is what it is. They're working for the ego. Love does not need to correct anyone. Right? Love reveals itself and is the correction. So we don't have to change anyone else's mind. We change our own. We change our own. And love is the great healer. Love is the great inspiration. Love is the great motivation. So we seek the kingdom first, which is within, and all else is added unto us, including a healing in the body, including a healing in our relationships. So if you would like weekly or daily support, I have all kinds of support, all levels of support at jenniferhadley.com. Check it out. Search for me at iTunes. Check it out. Right now, let us place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful that we can change our minds. That no matter how sickly we feel, no matter how upset we feel, no matter how broken we feel, no matter how financially devastated we feel, no matter how big the hurt seems to be, it can be completely and totally healed by love. And that's what we're choosing right now. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Have a great week. I'm so glad we're in this together. Mwah.